Welcome to Modern Day Abigails. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform and where we can become the women God created us to be. Welcome back right to that. Okay. Welcome back. Thank, good job. Thank you for hitting the button. Welcome back to Modern Day Abigails. I'm Anna. I'm Joanna. And um yeah, it's been a while, but you know, we've been as working usual. as usual. That's been, our usual starting yeah, it is. starting line. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say these days. These days <laughs> we're busy. We got things we're doing. <sighs> and uh, but we're excited about doing this. We've been talking about it like we gotta get back together, we gotta do this. So here we are. Um if we really wanted to date this, it's what, December twenty ninth? To 2023. Is it the 29th? Yeah. Getting ready. How about that? For the new year. My calendar says the 29th. Hey, may, imagine that. Wow. <laughs> our, hey, guess what? My calendar does too. <laughs> hey, Matches. But you know what? <laughs> Think about that because we this actually fits with our, our you know, what we're going through right now in, in our study. What if your calendar and my calendar didn't match? I was thinking about an awkward question, but this is going well, great. Mine would be right and yours would be wrong. Wait a minute. How come mine wouldn't be right and yours is wrong? Because mine's going to be right. Well, who said? Me. Exactly. <laughs> it's my calendar. And that's what people do all I've the got time. The right calendar, for sure. <laughs> they, don't have, they have a disagreement. They think they're automatically right. The other person's wrong. And we have to step back and say, okay, what's our standard? You know, what your do, standard is Joanna's calendar's right. Well, somebody has to have the standard. So that means if that's true, that means I'd have to get on your standard. I'd have to get on your calendar. I agree. So if I miss my favorite program, it's because I was on the wrong calendar. That's your problem, Anna. Get with the program. <laughs> get with it. <laughs> but that's what people do. They're like, hey, I'm right. No, I'm right. And it was like, no, God's standard. God's word is standard. That's true. He is our um, goal. Yeah. He's our standard. If yeah. something's wrong, we got to go to the word. And the word is going to tell us what is the truth. Yeah. Now, my fun part is, is when people do scripture gymnastics torture that to death make it say anything they want it to say and then it's like that that's not god's oh word anymore gosh. that is rampant yes it is oh it's bad world. it's uh, it's ridiculously bad yeah i've seen things um I, i've just in fact i was watching a school play the other day and and they i could not hardly understand the kids but i did understand the one well you know the bible says one thousand one day is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day Wait, that's talking about Jesus' return. That has nothing to do about what you're talking about right now. <laughs> why? Why are we even using that scripture? Just throwing it in there. Yeah, I was like, can 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 I have a copy of the? I didn't copy of that play. So right. the littlest niece asked me the other day. She goes, I got a question. I'm like, well, what? Never mind. No, no, what? Tell me. No, it's okay. I'm like, baby, tell him. Ask me the question. It's okay. Well, does your church do any? You know, plays? You mean with the kids? She goes, yeah. I'm like. Honey, have you seen how many kids are in our children's church? Oh, I was like, yeah, but I promise you. I said, when we get enough kids who stay constantly, we will do plays. And guess what? I'm going to write them. Yeah, they do charades. Yeah, they do. I'm going to write it. I'm going to write plays for the kids. And I think what I'm going to do is we're going to do like uh, radio programs, like the old radio shows. Yeah. So that kids who are don't want to exactly talk, they can do the sound effects. Okay, that's you cool. Know. Yeah. So anyway, I, but the reason I said that was um, I kind of put that in there is is because um, she's fascinated by that because they were doing plays. They had been doing plays at her school. And I'm thinking to myself, because I hadn't saw that one play, and I'm like, that scripture don't even fit. I'm going to make sure I write plays that the scriptures fit. Because you're right. 
scripture gymnastics is all over the place. It's rampant because people don't want to get convicted. Oh, no, we're going to do what what we want to mm-hmm. do. We're going to do what's fun, what's right for me at the moment, what makes me happy, what pleases me. Exactly. And, and you know, me, 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 me. Right. And I don't want to feel guilty about any of it. Yeah. Even if it is wrong. Exactly. Even if it's somebody else's spouse. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and that's actually what we're going to kind of work into with uh, Songs of Solomon chapter five. And I'm going to call this one real love is work. Okay. We have for real love. There's a lot of work in real love. I actually know somebody who had gotten married later in life and their spouse was later in life and they were already upset within a year because they're like, well, my spouse is still childish and, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's only been a year. Well, but shouldn't they know better by now? It's only been a year. It takes work. You don't go from being single for that many years to suddenly, hey, I got married. Let's just do this. Who says she's doing it right? Exactly. Exactly. He might think she's too rigid. Uh, you know what? I don't know. And they didn't get into detail with me all because I was just like, but it it's only been a year. I mean, it takes time. Nobody just jumps mm-hmm. into it. I mean, you might have occasional people who are just seem natural at it, but for like the most part, your parents. Okay, my parents. Are, Again, we can't use those. Don't use, use them as an example. No, they're unrealistic. They're unrealistic. <laughs> but they did have some learning. I mean, my mom yeah. talked about it. They had some learning to do. Of course, it seemed like they learned it all in a year. Uh, again. Yeah, I know. The rest of us take, you know, years and years and years, but I know. They're cute, though. They are adorable. <laughs> And after how many years of marriage, you could tell, you could look at them and tell that they still, you could watch them. Yeah, they you can. still love each other tremendously. They hit fifty years last year, mm-hmm. so they yeah, fifty years, and they just still adore each other and love each other. And you could tell. Yeah, I know it's so sweet. Except that, like I said, they make it look easy, and it's not. And that's why this one is called "Rule Love Is Work." Yeah. You got to work for it. And so, let me ask you this, Joanna, because do you know anybody still from high school? Yes. Okay. My question, though, is, is is it the same amount today as it was when you were in high school? No, is, okay. not at all. How well do you define that relationship with your the people you've kept up with? Facebook, texting. Okay. Occasional catch-up friends. Okay. So. Wait, is that true? Do I have? No, that's it. Okay, so why do you have why why is the amount changed from high school to now? Why is that amount changed? Um, our lives are different. We grew, we went separate ways in our in our goals in life. So you don't have a relationship with those people anymore. Uh, no, not like what we would like. We have a relationship, right? Right. But no, not like that at all. Right. So, so something you? had to happen. Okay. One, no. I didn't have a whole lot of friends in the first place. <laughs> And a few I did have. No, I wouldn't. Uh, one of them I haven't talked to her in years. I've talked to her mom more than her. Yeah. And the other one I haven't. I, I only talked to her if I ran into her at a store. And so, but I didn't have a whole lot anyway. And one of the reasons I didn't develop relationships with them because they were pretty scary anyway when I was in high school. Yeah. But that's what I was saying is here is that we're going to watch that. We're going to watch this relationship that we've been watching. And we're going to see this dreamlike state of what happens when you're not nurturing that relationship. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, in most cases, it's both people. 
Mm-hmm. In like this case, when it, when it comes to the Lord, it's not the Lord. Okay, let's get that one straight. He's doing everything he can to de- develop the relationship. But sometimes he's waiting on us to do our part. And and we've said numerous times that uh, the Lord is stable. He does not move. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we are the ones that stray and veer. He does yeah. not. He's and he'll very, come after us, but he's not going to be. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. He's not going to like beat you over the head. He's going to be like, hey. I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. So let's let's start with that. And we're going to actually start in Songs of Solomon 4. I was going to actually do a little review real quick for those who may be catching up for us. You know, in chapter 1, we meet this woman who's feeling, she feels ugly and worthless, but she knows there is more. She finds her beloved, who she calls her beloved, and she goes to him. She's, she's, yeah? I'm not happy with my black pen. It's plain do you have something i took off i took I my, got my a colored pencil. pen i've got a blue pencil i've got a pink pencil and i got other color pencils if you'd like them which one are you willing to part either with? one of them would you like the pink one I would, okay thank you. Wait, wait, why are we doing this ostrich move <laughs> hang on y'all we gotta do a pencil exchange do you want the ugly black pen no i'm good i got pencil i got pencils i'm just I'm sorry. I'm still chuckling. Yeah. It's just like there's I'm, this ostrich head move. Going, what I was, are you doing? I was looking all over your table you and were. under your table to see if your purse was around because you always have. <laughs> I, I took mine out of my purse and I think this is this is Ray's preaching table. So I'm sure it's his. Yeah, it's his pen. Ugly black pen. And I, he's not into the color pens like we are. I'm I know, sorry. But. My I, my bags in the other in the kids room. It's my. Uh, I just couldn't do it. Kids room's my unofficial office. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, I got crayons. Yeah, so I'm happy, I I'm happy now, and okay. I got my pink pen. And please proceed. Oh, and I, I will. <laughs> don't let me stop you. <laughs> no, 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 that was no. more fun. We did not pray. Oh, you're right. So why don't you pray, and then <laughs> I will. I'll close this out later. Okay. Abba Father, Holy One of Israel, the great I am, the maker of heaven and earth. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. We thank you for those who are listening currently who will listen. Lord, we're just thankful. It's a podcast that people can listen anytime they want to. And we just want to see ladies blessed, Lord. We want to see salvations. We want to see homes changed. And so we're asking you to let your words go through our mouths in a fun, energetic way, Lord, that they can see the Bible is so much fun and rewarding to read and learn from it. So help the the listeners, Lord, bless them as they listen. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. So let's try that again. So we meet this woman. She's feeling worthless. She's feeling ugly, but she knows there's more. And she meets this man who she actually goes after him and they start this relationship. So we know this is two pictures. First, God's love for his people, the Jews. The, he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who is Israel. God fights for his people. We also know that this is a picture of Jesus as the groom towards his bride, the church. And God uses the Jewish marriage as a picture. And that's what we've been walking through in all these chapters. Um, now, I do want to add, because of the current events, we, we need to understand with since October, we've had uh, Israel's been attacked. There's been hostages. We're still praying that the, all the hostages are released. We've especially been praying for Alex, his, who's a believer, whose wife is pregnant. She's going to be due any time. We're just wanting him to be home in time for his wife and baby. 
Um, but at the same time, while he's there, um, we're praying that he's getting the gospel message out of Jesus Christ. And, you know, I want to, I would love to hear stories later of how many people said, Hey, I was a hostage and I got saved. Amen. Um, right. I, I want to hear that. But the church never has, never did, and never will replace the Jews. Is a thing called the replacement theology where they think, Oh, it's, the promises aren't for the Jews anymore. It's for the church. Nah. Because Paul wrote in Romans 1, 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. That has not changed. That has stayed. We are grafted in. Ex- we are not replaced. Exactly. I mean, we are not the yeah, replacement. Exactly. He didn't chop down the tree and put in a new tree. We're grafted in. He, When we come upon belief in Jesus Christ, we are added. Now, have you ever seen a tree that's been grafted? No, it's really cool. My um, my father in law showed me. I gotta me, Google that now. Yeah, my father in law showed me. He said he had a friend who had a piece of a tree, and he put it with his tree. And the neatest thing is, is you can see it together. I mean, it's in there. It, you can't take it out. It's a part of the tree. Now we have a bush in front of our house that has apparently adopted the um, um, a crepe myrtle. So we have this wisteria, and I love the wisteria because it brings in the bees. And the bees and I have have now have a great relationship where I can stand there and they buzz around and they do their job without being worried that I'm going to do anything. I have a couple of the big bumblebees come and look at me and I'm like, dude, I just want to watch y'all work. Okay. Actually, I should say lady. She's not a dude. She's a lady. She's a worker bee. But anyway, so, um, but this, this crate myrtle has gotten in there and the one by the edge of your driveway that used to be there. Yeah. It left us, it left a kid. And so it's mixed oh, in yay. with that wisteria. And unless we got up underneath the wisteria and tried something, we can't that they just grow together. They're just they're just together. So not quite the same in that way, because you could crawl up under and remove the crepe myrtle. Mm-hmm. But in a true grafting, you can't remove it without damaging the tree. Nice. Mm hmm. And that's why God did that. That's why his, he talks about his invisible qualities that when we look in the, the earth that he's created, we see his invisible qualities. That's why we use that for children all the time. We, we look at nature and like this um, Sunday, we're going to be talking about Matthew chapter two. You know, what do you do with, you know, uh, Joseph taking his family and going to Egypt? We're going to talk about birds and migrating and how the Lord has put in them that they need to leave from one area to the other until it's safe to come back. So, that's part of the invisible qualities. Now, in chapter two, the relationship continues, but and she's warned of trouble if you get lazy. And that's exactly what happens. She got lazy. And that's what we're seeing in chapter three. You know, she um, gets her act together and she she gets help from others. And then in four, we're going to see that we are seeing that engagement process, but it's not consummated. He describes what he sees in her. So you see that developing relationship and Ray had had a message one time early in his when uh, when we were at part of another church and he would be asked to speak, uh, speak on a Wednesday and he had a sermon called, you know, that everybody says, do you know Jesus? Well, Ray reversed it and he says, but does Jesus know you? And I'm like, oh, that's an ouch. Yes, it is. Yeah. We all talk about, oh, I know Jesus, but does Jesus know who you are? And yeah. people at first they think well, two he's, totally different yeah. things. They're like, well, God sees everybody. God knows everybody. But in a relationship, does he know you? Or have you been putting your hand up and saying, I don't want you or I'll take you later? How rude. Yeah, I had a. And I would call it an argument. It got pretty heated. I was getting irritated. 
with a family member who we were talking about religion. And I mean, he kept saying that, you know, uh, this religion and that religion and the Christianity religion. I'm like, hold up. Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. No, it isn't. I'm like, you don't know that because you're not one. <laughs> you're right. But if you were one, you would be agreeing right. with me Real. because you yeah. would understand what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And you don't. And that's okay. You don't understand what I'm talking about. But it is not a religion. It is a relationship. True Christianity is a relationship, Could not religion. not yeah. get him Probably to see that. because there's so many out there who call themselves Christians. They don't act like it. They have, they, they, they're not really using the Bible. I mean, I'm, I've seen that in churches. You go to the church and they call themselves Christians and they hadn't opened their book yet. And you're like, you can open that Bible today, maybe at some point in your life, you know, or when they do, they read like two sentences and they're like, and then they talk for 45 minutes on two sentences. Yeah. You know, so in that respect, yeah, that is religion, but true Christianity, true believers in Jesus, it's a relationship. It's a total relationship. Yeah. And it takes work. And that's what people don't want to do. We're yeah. getting lazier and lazier. And I don't know if it's because we're trying to take away the curse that God put in us at Genesis. And that's why women are trying to not be women and men are trying not to be men. And we're not going to get out of our curse. I don't know how to tell you that. Right. As gentle as possible and not getting out of the curse. You know. I agree. and I'm right there with you. And I've got the sniffle, so I'm trying not to sniffle in the mic. But it's okay. We're real. Your husband is probably going to say, what's that? What's that line? What's that? Sh-? He does that, that <laughs> yeah. where it shoots he's, up. He's going to see. He's going to, oh, there's a sniffle yeah. there. Oh, there's a sniffle yeah. there. Yeah, everybody's. I got several people at work who all have colds and sniffles. And it's like, I, I have my candelisol or my disinfectant spray, the yeah. little scrubble bubbles. And I'm like, look, I ain't afraid to use it. Back up. Yeah, it's just the way. But I say that, y'all, because for those who don't know, he does our editing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Shout out to the Pastor Ray, who yeah. is also our producer and editor yes. and we try to everything make it, but yes. talking in the mic for us <laughs> but she has been on our show before so he's even done yes. that one before yes 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 love so, it all right so let's let's do songs of Solomon five verse one the yeah. beloved wait a minute we could literally not we can't do this without this him without, no if it wasn't for him we couldn't do this at all because i'm not going to sit there and learn how to use an editor it'd still be a just a theory in our head exactly or trying to write it all out yeah so, okay, okay, I'm done interrupting. Go That's for it. Fine. We're good. The beloved, I have come to my garden, my sister, my spouse. Hey, hold up. Remember, that is not creepy, weird. It's just a term of endearment that we're so close. I, 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 you know, if you think about it, sisters, you don't get to choose necessarily who your sister is. This is a spiritual sister. Then you get to choose, but like related, you don't. So anyway, he's trying to discuss that closeness. Well, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's, again, relationship. Yes. We are not related at all, but you are my sister. Exactly. Uh, you're Ray's sister. Yeah, exactly. In Christ. That, exactly. Exactly. And so it's just a, it's just a relationship. Exactly. Thing. So it's not supposed to be weird or creepy or anything. He's saying it's not his sister, like blood sister or anything. It's he's just, it's yeah. a term of endearment. They're not related at all. Nope. Well, that we know of. Yeah. Joanna, never, just throw that in there. Never just throw can, that in there. Never can tell back then. I'm just saying. You know, as far as we can tell, the scriptures say that it doesn't say there was any type of relation. At they're all. totally separate. You know what? They didn't even know each other. No, they didn't. So they're they're all not. Right. There you they're go. They're not cousins or anything. Ever read the royal family stuff and they're like all related cousin this, cousin that, no, first cousin? That's oh, gross. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's why some of them pee orange. What? Their or- pee is orange. Go look it up. 
I am so. Yeah, look, go look it up. Look, I'm going to write it down. Yep. My biology teacher had fun teaching us that one. I'm making a star. That's that's one of the reasons that they, um, Prince Charles and Princess Diana, that's one of the reasons she got picked because she was so far away from the family. They needed someone way far away because there was so, because at that time it was nothing for um, back in the. Y'all should see my face. No, we should. Early centuries, it was nothing in common for them to marry their first cousin, second cousin. It's orange. Yes, orange. I'm pee. literally making a note. <laughs> she is, y'all. If y'all could see this, somebody asked me, they're like, do y'all do y'all video y'all's podcast? I'm like, no. <laughs> some of us are not photogenic, but oh, well, y'all should sit, listen. It, some of it would be very funny for y'all to watch to see us. Anna's dressed cute because they were out and about today. I've got my hair up. Fifteen bobby pins still ain't working. I'm a mess. You look still cute. No makeup. I'm just like I already told her. I'm bumming out when I get um, before I get. I'm there. jealous. I should have worn my jammies. Oh my god. <gasps> we could do that. We need to start doing podcasts in our channel. We could do that. It's not like it's all on video. And and nobody's ever here yeah. except your husband. Exactly. You wouldn't care. And my my jammies are very appropriate. Oh yeah. My, my, they're sweats. I will find appropriate ones. I have appropriate ones. I just got to dig them out. Okay. We're doing that next time. Okay. It's happening. And I'm so sorry. We're going to do this one more time. (laughs) Verse one. Uh, Okay. Oh, we're starting all the way. Okay. You know what? I only made the first sentence, so we're going to go backtrack. No, you didn't. You didn't. You only made a third of the first sentence. Oh, yeah. You're right. Go for it. There's a lot more to that. Go love. I have come to my garden, my sister, my spouse. I have gathered my myrrh with my spice. I have eaten my honeycomb with my honey. I have drunk my wine with my milk to his friends. Eat, oh friends, drink, yes, drink deeply, oh beloved ones. All right, so this is all sorts of fun. Yeah, I know, we did it. All right, the first. (laughs) Sentence one down. (laughs) The answered prayer. This is what it is. When he said he he came to the garden, this was an answered prayer from Songs of Solomon 4.16. The Shulamite had said, Awake, O north wind, O come, O south, blow upon my garden, that is, spices may flow out. Let my beloved come to his garden and eat its pleasant fruits. All right. So that was her answer prayer saying, hey, I want him. I want this closeness. I, I want this marriage between us. And they're getting it. They're getting it. So they are, they're there. And so the myrrh was interesting. So I'm going to read a bunch of scriptures about myrrh and we're going to put it all together. We ready? I am. Okay. Because myrrh is neat. Now, one of the first things I did, though, I did want to go to, let me find it. I love myrrh. I have it. I was about to ask you if you have it. Oh, yeah, I did. So we, we, I I don't know, I do too, or I do. Sela essential oils, it's where I buy all my oils because I know it's 100% true, 100% pure oils. They're just a wonderful company. They're believers. They give back to missionaries. And so I, I love buying their oils. So I went to their website. Because, um, you know, I have it like starred. I know exactly where it is. And I looked up that myrrh may support the body's proper natural response to and assist in maintaining a healthy state of the following. Ladies, it is from A to W. Everywhere from Alzheimer's, abscess, abrasions, cancer, candida, chapped lips, um, UTIs. Oh, I might need to remember that one sometimes. Skin, gingivitis, hemorrhoids, hepatitis. Um, by the way, it's great for the hyperthyroid and hypothyroid. Um, I don't know what that word is. Irritability. Mm, <laughs> I might need to take that one to work. Um, liver detox, uh, oral, pain, prostrate, um, even uh, intimacy. It helps with intimacy. Stretch marks. After intimacy, you get stretch marks. It's 
kind of neat alphabetical order there. Uh, warts and wrinkles. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Warts and wrinkles. I just noticed that. Sorry. Well, you might have them nine months later. Yeah, exactly. Know? So you might need to for dual reasons. But yeah. that's Myrrh does all of this interesting stuff for the body. Mm-hmm. It's really good. So it's interesting that he talks about, you know, I, I've gathered my myrrh. But we also, because we see myrrh a lot. We've seen myrrh several times already in the book of Songs of Solomon. We see it a lot of times referencing Jesus. Like when he was born, Matthew two eleven, and when they had come into the house, they saw the young child. Hey, guess what? When the wise men showed up, ladies, Jesus was a child, not a baby. Anyway, just FYI, um, with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And then, and when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, because myrrh was important. Uh, we see because. When the women prepared Jesus for the burial in uh, Matthew chapter 26, verse 12 and 13, for in that she hath poured his ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Assuredly, I say to you, whenever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. So she was preparing Jesus ahead of time for his burial with myrrh. So when Jesus died, we see in John 19, 39, and there came also Nicodemus, which at the first came to Jesus by night and brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pounds of weight. Okay, we believe in the virgin birth. We are accepting him as our savior. We know he was buried and he rose again. And so when we see this myrrh, I'm going to show to say it. I said it later, but I'm going to say it now. He was basically saying, Jesus was saying with the, in Songs of Solomon, it was referencing that Jesus would say it is finished and because that's what John 1930 says. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said it is finished and bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Jesus was done. Everything he needed to do, he was done. In fact, we saw that in Luke twenty two seventeen through 20, because we were looking at how he was talking about the, the, the beloved was talking about he had eaten and he had drunk. In verse 17, it says, then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks and broke it and gave it to him saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying the cup is of the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. So when we're looking at that whole complete sentence, this, because it was Old Testament, we're seeing um, the future of Jesus saying it's finished. I'm going to be buried. I'm going to arise again. I'm going to complete what was started. And what is God's promise throughout the whole Old Testament? That Jesus was coming. And then we have a few books of the Bible where Jesus was here. And the rest of the book of the Bible is when Jesus is going to be coming back. If we really want to put it down to those, that's, that's the Bible. That's God's word. That's what he's saying. I'm promised the Messiah. He's going to show up. He shows up. And oh, by the way, he's going to come back and get you. And um, that's why when it talked about drink, I did, uh, I referenced First Corinthians twelve thirteen. For by one spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether Jew or Greek, whether slave or free, all and have all been made to drink into one spirit. It's a beautiful picture of him saying, "I saved you. That's my point purpose. 
my relationship with you is because I want to save you. I want to save you from hell. Is what he's saying. It's the whole point. Exactly. Of him coming to earth. Exactly. And that's Ray said that two times. And he's like, people always talk about Jesus came to save me, but nobody wants to talk about what you're being saved from. What's the purpose of Jesus saving us if we're not going to talk about what he's saving us from? So he's saving us from um, hell. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's doing. A life of torment and okay, darkness and separation. And I mean, I, I've got two burns on my body since Thanksgiving, all within about the same week. And I still have scars from that quick zap. Yeah. I mean, okay, well, the one on the hot iron, not hot glue gun, that was my fault. I thought I was taking off glue. Wasn't glue. So I ripped it off thinking it was glue. Oh. Not glue. It wasn't glue. Yeah, it does not come off the same way. Nope. So anyway, that hurt. So, but I still have scars, and it was just a little burn. And I'm like, so every time I watch a fire, my first thought is, I start praying for salvation for people. I don't want them to go through that. I agree. I do the same thing. There's so much. And this might even be a whole new podcast, but there's so much. Um, hell isn't just fire. The Lord's presence is not exactly. His it's presence darkness. is on earth right now. Can you imagine? Yeah, exactly. But it is a not there. Exactly. And can you imagine? Even though there's fire all around you, it's just going to be darkness because it's a spiritual darkness that even unbelievers don't recognize because they don't. We, because the Lord is with us. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.